This is the Monday, April 25th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of action for tonight and this week, so settle in and we'll set you up in 10 minutes or less with everything you need to know heading into the betting day. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Happy draft week to the friends and family out there. A couple of draft nicks. On the mic right here, and Tyler Fulgham and Anita Marks. Anita, are you ready for draft week? And I heard a dirty little rumor out there that you might be gracing us with your presence out here in the desert for the draft. I am. I'm jumping on a flight tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock. I will be in your neck of the woods by 7 p.m., ready to rock and roll. We'll be um, on all of our daily wager platforms, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, feeding the people some information on how to win some money and how to gamble on the NFL draft. So I'm stoked. I'm excited right. about it. I'm excited to head out there. I haven't been out there in a hot second. So uh, it's, uh, and it, it, lo- it looks to me like it's going to be a ton of fun. I mean, it, Vegas is going to be the place to be this week. That's for sure. Anxiously awaiting your arrival here in the desert. Cannot wait, but some business to tend to for Monday. Of course we have, the NBA playoffs still in full effect. Three games that we're going to dive into this evening. Let's start first and foremost with the first game on the slate. A uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific tip-off between the Brooklyn Nets and the Boston Celtics. It is an uh, elimination game for the Brooklyn Nets as they trail the Celtics 3-0 in the series. Yet they are favored by a single point at Barclays. Total is 220 in this one. Any side total props you want to throw the people's way? Yeah, I, you know, I, I called it the other day uh, when the Celtics were up two games. I felt that this was going to be a sweep. So I'm sticking with it. I got the Celtics. I, I like them on the money line. You can keep your stinking points. I don't think these dudes need it. Minus 105. Um, you know, very, you know, again, I'm, I'm here in, in the New York, New Jersey area. Uh, ben Simmons is getting destroyed now with the fact that now he's not going to play tonight. I, I don't even I don't even know why that was even thrown out there by the organization, but nonetheless, even if he does play, uh, really the story here, Tyler, and, and I know you've been watching this, this, this series as, as deeply as I have, it's the Celtics defense. They're just, they're relentless. They really are, and, and they have KD's number. You know, he only shot 11 times in game three, 16 points. Uh, he's shooting 44%, 95% of his shots are being contested. We talk so much about Tatum on the offensive side of the court, but defensively, uh, he is just like in, in their switch defense, the way that they're able to play defense against Katie, just throwing him all out of sorts, all out of rhythm. And I think, you know, their 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 foot is is on the jugular right now and they're not going to let go. So I like the Celtics tonight again. Money line minus one oh five. There is a prop bet that I do like here, and that's Bruce Brown over 14 and a half points because there's so much emphasis on KD as well as Kyrie. Um you know, the, uh, the other uh, contributing players are getting open looks. And uh, he's been averaging 18 a game in this series. So at 14 and a half, 
I'll take the over there. You're laying minus 115. Um, so those are, those are those are my two plays in this matchup. Yeah, I definitely uh, am with you. I picked the Celtics minus a game and a half in the series before it started. And I had a plus 150 price on that, and I just thought that was stealing money based on how much better the Celtics team was better than this Brooklyn Nets team. I've been saying it ever since game one. I've picked the Celtics in every game. It's not changing here uh, for game four. Surprise, surprise. But I've been saying this since before the series started. The Brooklyn Nets gave us all kinds of indications that they were just a mediocre team. Even when KD and Kyrie played, these things can be true. You can have two of the greatest, maybe the two greatest offensively skilled bucket getters the game has ever seen. But you can still have those two on a mediocre team. And that is just the facts of the matter with this Brooklyn team. That's why they were struggling to get in on the play. And that's why they had the worst home ATS record in all of the NBA. That's why they have a negative net rating at home. They're just an average to mediocre team. So it should shock you in no way, shape, or form that a team that has Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, the defensive player of the year, and the best defense in the NBA is absolutely dominating them. So I'm like you. I'm going to take the Celtics plus the point. I'm going to take the Celtics on the money line. Brooklyn is 9-33-1 ATS at home this season, including the postseason. And you say, well, Kyrie and KD and Kyrie didn't play a lot of those games. Okay, well, if you want KD and Kyrie together in the eight games they've played at Barclays, they're 1-7 ATS. Those two playing together actually drags down their ATS cover rate. So people need to just get over it. Whether it's Ben Simmons or not, like the Brooklyn Nets are just an average team. And the Celtics... They are very clearly a great team. Um, I'm going to play KD under 28 and a half points. He's averaging just 22 in this series, shooting 36.5%. Uh, the one game he had 27 points, which is high watermark in the series. He shot 20 free throws, so that's an outlier there. And I think he's just tired right now. He had to play 40-plus minutes in nine of the last 10 games he has played. Uh, so carrying this team and that, that workload down the stretch to try and get CD in the play-in, I think it's finally wearing on him, especially since – Boston's so relentless, as you say, with their defense, and they can throw bodies at him that have the strength to bang on him and wear him down. So I think he's just tired, and I think Boston has a great defense, and I think those things conspire to make the under the right play at 28.5 points for KD in this game. I'm picking up what you're putting down on Bruce Brown as well. I'm going to play over 10.5 rebounds and assists because he's just playing all the minutes alongside KD and Kyrie. He's the only other guy averaging you know, well over 35 minutes. He's at 37.5 in this series. I'd play Jalen Brown over one and a half steals. He's had two in all three games and he's averaging three per game in the series and uh, Tatum over five and a half assists as he has had at least six in every game of the series and is averaging eight assists per contest. So uh, I'm all game green, all Boston, uh, just like you. Let's move on to Raptors and 76ers. This is a three, one series lead for Philadelphia. As we return uh, to Wells Fargo for game five, Toronto was able to avoid the sweep in game four, uh, but they're catching eight points which intrigues me a little bit, total of 211. So with Philadelphia as an eight-point home favorite, do you like the home team or do you think the uh, underdog provides some value? I, I do like the home team. I'm not willing to lay the eight, though, uh, because, this, you know, th listen, this is a scrappy Toronto Raptors team. I don't think that they're going to go away very easily. Um, and to be quite frank, you know, we're anticipating Van Fleet not to play tonight because of his hip injury. It actually helps Toronto on the defensive side of the ball. Without Van Fleet, uh, they're giving up only 111 points a game on the defensive side of the ball. With him on the court, they're over 125. So they get a lot longer and they get a lot more athleticism on the defensive side of the ball without him there. So I'm sure you know where I'm heading here. I'm going to go under 
211.15. I'm not 211.5. Um, that's my play. You get that at minus 110. Also, Embiid, seven for 16, only 21 points, shot only 43%. Now reports are he's going to need surgery on that thumb when the when the season is over. So uh, you don't have 100% Embiid. Defensively, Toronto gets better without Ben Fleet on the court. So I'm going to take the under here. Um, and also, I, I know we're about to talk about Dallas, but I, I, I'm going to utilize the 76ers as a two-way parlay um, with Dallas. And, and when we get there, I'll, I'll share with you exactly what that number is. Yeah, I, I think, as you pointed out, eight is too much to give this Raptors team. Uh, I'm going to grab the eight points. Uh, I think they can win this game outright uh, with the Embiid injury, with Scotty Barnes being back, with Fred Van Vliet uh, possibly being able to uh, return as well. So eight points, way too much um, for this 76ers team. Uh, I will gra- I'll grab that, and I would lean under like you as well. I'm going to play Joel Embiid under 40.5 points and rebounds. He had just 21 points and eight boards in game four. That was 39 minutes on the floor. And my, if I put myself in Embiid's shoes as a human, if I'm dealing with a ligament injury on my right shooting thumb, not only does it hurt me in terms of, and that's his dominant hand, obviously, not only does it hurt me in terms of shooting, but I think where I'm more afraid to kind of have it get banged up and get hurt is rebounding. When you go and grab rebounds, that's when you're jockeying with people. That's when you're pushing, and that's when you're grabbing the basketball. I feel like, and this is obviously not as anyone who's played NBA basketball has played basketball, you know, you know, in high school and as a you know player in rec leagues or whatever. Say say what you want about that, but like, I feel like if I have a torn ligament, it's not going to hurt as much shooting or dribbling. It's going to be jockeying on defense and jockeying on the glass to rebound. I think that's where I'm going to be most. Um, aware that I'm dealing with the injury. So to see him only get eight rebounds in 39 minutes in game four was kind of a shocking. So I'm going under 40 and a half points and rebounds using that as my handicapping for Embiid's um, thumb. I'll also keep, I keep going to this. It's two for two. Um, so uh, the, the house is one with juice, but I played James Harden under points. 21 and a half, he's gone under in two of the four games. Uh, the only games he's gone over, he's done it by a half point. Uh, he's averaging 19.3 points per game in the series, but he's shooting just 37 and a half percent from the field. So he's shooting the ball um, with the same efficiency as Kevin Durant. But like, what's the excuse for James Harden? Durant's the focal point of the defense, and it's a much better defense. Uh, he's shooting 37 and a half percent with everyone else worrying about Embiid, having Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey. Like James Harden just is not an efficient offensive scorer anymore. So I'm going to play that under there. And uh, since Tyrese Maxey is back home, I'll play him over 18 and a half points, thinking that he picks up the slack that is left by Embiid and Harden in games one and two. You know this uh, well, Anita. Maxey averaged 30 and a half points per game from the uh, in games one and two at home, and then it dropped to 15 points per game on the road. Uh, so returning home, I think that home cooking is going to work for Tyrese Maxey. Final game to look at, Jazz and the Mavericks. This series tied up at two apiece, so it's a best of three going forward. The Mavs host the Jazz in game five. They're a three-point home favorite. Luka Doncic is back. Have a 212-and-a-half total. Um, this pivotal game five, how are you looking at playing that, Anita? Yeah, um, I, I, I like Dallas here. I'll lay the points. Um, Dallas is the better team. They've outplayed uh, the Jazz in, in this series. You know, it's just, uh, you know, a, a, a exciting, uh, of course, you know, alley-oop lob to uh, Gobert for, for the dunk that, of course, helped them win last game. But outside of that, you know, really exciting play. Donovan Mitchell's been struggling here. He's only shooting 49%. Also, I've probably buried the lead here in the fact that uh, this is a Jazz team that has gone to the free throw line 
40, what, 42, 43, 44 times. Um, I, I don't I don't see them getting those calls in Dallas by any stretch of the imagination. They're six and 19 against the spread on the road. Uh, their last 25 games. And with Luca back, I just I, I really like Dallas here. So I'll lay the points with Dallas at minus three. And like I said, I'm, I'm going to play I'm going to play some parlays tonight. I'm going to play Boston uh, as well as the 76ers and Dallas all on the money line. And you could get that at pl- plus 318. I'm also going to play the 76ers and Dallas on the money line as well at plus 114. So I'm going to play some money line parlays here. I really, I, I, I feel really strongly that Boston, the 76ers and the Dallas Mavericks are going to win tonight, Ty. Yeah, I, I feel strongly with you about uh, Boston for sure. And, and Dallas being the better team in this series, the jazz, something's just not right with them. Uh, they were seven and eight down the stretch of the regular season. Uh, I think they have been outplayed quarter to quarter by this Mavericks team. And only four of those 16 quarters have featured the Mavericks with their best player and an MVP candidate, Luka Doncic. So the fact that he came back his first game back and was able to score 30 and 33 minutes, I think that team is only going to get better uh, as the playoffs continue. And I do think they take a uh, you know very important three, two series lead. So um, I would lean Mavs minus the three, um, maybe just play them on the money line instead, but I love the under two twelve and a half. The under in forty three games uh, in Dallas's home gym is thirty twelve and one. That's the highest under rate in basketball by a significant margin. Uh, this series, they're averaging two hundred twelve point three points per game, and two. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, two hundred twelve point three points per game is the average in this series. We have a total of two twelve and a half, so that would obviously come under. However, game three was a two hundred forty four point outlier, so that's the one that's really dragging this towards that total. Two of the four games that have been played, games one and game four, didn't even reach two hundred total points. So I definitely love the under. In this game, I've been playing that in every game right now. Again, it's two for two, but uh, the uh, metrics indicate that under is far more probable than an over. And like I said, I lean Mavs. I think they do win this game and win the series um, eventually. As far as Luka Doncic is concerned, um, you know, I'm not trying to uh, bet against him. I think he's going to be um, relied on to score. I think his prop is at 30, 30 and a half. Um, don't love it, but uh, again, he scored 30 in 33 minutes his first game back. So, uh, and he has the ball in his hands more than any other player in the NBA, and controls a team's offense more than any other player in the NBA. So, um, I wouldn't be betting against Luca's whether you want to go double double or over his assist prop or over his par. I mean, uh, I would go over a pass if you don't like it, just pass. Don't bet it. So that's the way I'm looking at that game, that series. Three NBA matchups tonight. Anita on her way to Las Vegas. Can't wait to see her out here. Uh, that'll do it for the Monday edition. Just looking at those NBA games. Of course, as the week wears on, we will dive further into NFL draft props. So uh, be on the lookout for that as Thursday's first round is set to begin here in Las Vegas. But that'll do it for the Monday edition of the Daily Wager podcast. Make sure to tune in to Daily Wager today, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on ESPN2 for Further info in these games, we'll, of course, talk the drafts and Major League Baseball. You can catch Bet as well um, with Anita and I. That airs, of course, on our YouTube channel, ESPN Sports Betting. Um, you can watch it live at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or uh, on demand there uh, as it stays. So a lot to uh, get to this week, a busy week. We hope to have a lot of fun here on the Daily Wager Podcast, and we look forward to chatting with you again tomorrow. 